But you look like you're... What? You're making faces like you are... What? Did you want me to... Like you're starting to say Well, wait, about. did you want me to do the... Well, you... Oh, am I supposed to be saying something now and start doing the show? Well, you said you were going to. Right? Oh, did I? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I was mistaken. I, I think maybe that would have been commanding you too much. Okay. I don't want to be steamrolling you, Hayes. I want to give you space to be you, you know? Okay, is there anything that you would like to talk, to talk about? about? It just seems like there's something that maybe you would like to bring up. I don't know. Um, I guess I could think of something that, you know, uh, maybe some people say some things online hurt my feelings. Well, you did. Can I say? Because you did mention something to me. I don't know if this is the same thing okay. that you're talking well, about. Well, say it, and if it is, I'll okay. tell you. Yeah, well, you and, did. And believe me, I'm going to let you say it. You did mention, I think, that some people uh, mentioned on Reddit. I don't really read this stuff. I don't I don't read the comments. Me neither, but, but sometimes people send it to me. And I guess somebody wrote that uh, that you had been a little hyper sometimes in your performance and that you were commanding me a little too much. And sometimes when I was trying to do my bits, uh, that you were making a little too much noise and being rude, you know, there like a few, there were a few different voices expressing different variations of the same thing. Uh, and, and it sounds like you agree with that. No, I, I'm just repeating what they said, which great, Good to know. I always strive to be aware of myself and my shortcut. I want to know. And if that's how you feel, then I'll just be. Who are, are you talking lay, to me? I'll be laying back in the cut. I'll be kicking it. And I will be giving you plenty of room okay, to can, spread can I your say, wings. I don't want you to do that. I would like you to host the show with me. Well, you me. wouldn't know it from some of this Reddit that my cousin Sam is showing me. That it's, you wouldn't know that I want you to do that, but I, I, I have nothing to do with those things. So you wouldn't know Are it you, or not. You promise? No, it, it, it's not. Yes, I promise. You promise? Yes. No, I promise. I want you to do the show with me, and I love the way you do it because I always feel like when I'm getting hyper and excited that that's helping the show because I'm having so much fun with my friend Hayes. And I didn't want to think that Hayes is getting mad and going in secret on these sites with the web and doing these madness on the comment and saying I'm commanding being mean. No, because if I were to do that, I think I know what would happen, which is you would be quiet. You'd fold your arms mm-hmm. and you'd sit and you would be quiet and you'd sit in the cut. And I don't want you to sit and in the I'd cut. And I'd sit back in the cut and I'm and, – and because what I'm afraid of is what's happening when I'm just saying my ideas and having fun with my friends is that people are picturing me beep, beep and driving a, a roller machine uh-huh. that flattens yes. through the show. Mm-hmm. Remember Austin Powers? That, that's me, and that's me as the guy in Austin Powers. Trying to back up? No, that was a car. This is like a roller machine mm, that mm, flattens. That fr- and so I don't really want to do Let's ask Brett. Brett? <clears throat> Should I be like- Have you observed this? You've bowed out of doing the show for a few weeks. Uh, had other priorities. But have you? has that dynamic ever been something that you have observed? It seems like being commanding is a good thing. D- 
Does it? Th- do you think it's possible that maybe the reason I, I've sounded slightly more aggressive in some of the recent episodes is that I've been fully in the zone and comedically mastering my own voice, and uh, that I'm sort of strapping the show to my back and carrying it to a funniness land? Well, that sounds a little. <laughs> that now sounds like an attack at me. Quiet. I mean, I haven't. I'll done tell the you show. when to talk. You shut up. It's not your turn. I think so. It does seem Peasants. like I do have to pick between silence and this. And that, given that those options, I will take this. Oh. And I, I'll like it. Hey, welcome hey, to Hollywood. Welcome to Hollywood. Hollywood do you want to do the song again? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Let's, yeah. Let's Did just you play it? Okay. I don't really have anything. So I'll just say whatever, and you know, now I feel free. Uh, so I'm there. I'm in the um, dark water slide tunnel with Eric Bana and Candice Bushnell, and uh, we're on a tube, and the tube is deflated, and we're stuck, and we're punching our way out of the tube, um, but. Uh, it's a dream, and I should have planned something to say, Hayes. It feels like I'm really struggling. I thought it was great up until you said what? that it was a dream. That seemed like I could have come much okay, later. so it's not a dream. It's real, and um, let's just introduce the guest. Hey, welcome to Hollywood Handbook, an insider's guide to kicking button, dropping names on the red carpet lineback hallways of this industry we call showbiz. People ask us how we do all this stuff. We mm. um, we do this show. Oh, but that's not all. And we are uh, having conversations on the phone with each other and with, with other, each other friends. With friends. Uh, we're posting. We're going, we're helping engineer Brett, you know, put his mailbox back up when the kids in the neighborhood knock it down because they're piss at him. Yes. And that takes a lot. candy at Halloween. That takes a long time because the kids are waiting sort of at the bottom of. Every the, time it's back it up, over, it down, the kids yeah. are basically down there and they're. Mm. Thank you guys again for that. I'm, so much. It's whatever. They you know. hate those small candies I give out. Yeah, he gives, he takes the fun size and then he gives out what he calls really fun size, which is he like. He's rolled them up, them with, up. His, with his hands yeah. into perfect balls. <laughs> yeah. And it looks and he holds like it it's got hand stuff. And on when it. the kids come to his door, he kind of like holds the candy up at like in a in a hand gesture that suggests open your mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he goes, "Yeah, try to play catch with them." And when I've said that it seems Hard. unsanitary to keep rolling them up, you go, "Don't worry, I use hand sanitizer between every one." Yeah, which seems like then that's all over to candy. So we want we it have this off. way that we uh, do efficient time management, and we want to talk about it with someone else who's a, pra- a practitioner of this. That we is also doing acting and writing and acting, pr- writing, and, and being a star, talking on the phone has helped. I'm sure he's helped people with their mailbox. Is posting online, and it's Zeke Nicholson. What's up, everyone? Oh, Zeke! Wow, how you guys doing? The energy, and you got the 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 Zeke. What's up, everyone? Yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. commanding. Yeah. Zeke, I almost want to lay back in the cut when yeah, I hear yeah. that. Why don't you squeak back to the cut a little bit? I might have to. <laughs> don't even suggest that he 
back of the cut because he right. will get stuck in there. Here's the thing about the cut, though. It's like it's a state of mind. You know what I mean? It can be a free-flowing path of energy. You can go and come from the cut as much as you want. It's not a one-way street. I'm trying to picture this. So Because I'm, he, yes. Okay, yeah. we were both kind of under operating under the assumption that it was a real thing. So that it was a physical. Oh no! It yeah. is, it's a real thing. But what I'm saying is like it's not like one of those heart valves, right? Where the blood only flows one way. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now this is something I'm an expert at. So uh, now yes. I understand. Now I can yeah, picture yeah. it. I thought of the cut almost as like a weasel hole, and it's that. Yeah. And then I'm living in there. Right. And I'm coming out for food or something, mm-hmm. but the rest of the time I'm really in that hole with my other weasels. And you would, right. I guess, need a computer to see what people were saying about. You being in the cut. Well, that's all. They got Wi-Fi you know. in the cut. Mm-hmm. You squeak into the cut, your Wi-Fi connect is dope. Zeke, <laughs> I... You're no stranger to the dating scene. No. <laughs> sure. Uh, you ever uh, tie the cherry together, put the cherry in, you tie it up? I Yeah, I put the cherry together and tied it up a couple times. Okay. Um, I have a follow-up. Sure. Have you ever put the um, cherry-flavored Starburst in your mouth and the origami, uh, the wrapper? Yeah. And then you spit out like a crane. Yeah. And it flies away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. From time to time. I actually, actually I was pretty into that when I first moved to LA. God, that would feel so good on your pussy. Like, think about it. Yeah. Somebody can fold that good. Yeah. I have a follow up question. I used to fire full size origami cranes into my first girlfriend's pussy. She <laughs> she loved it. I said I have a follow up question. <laughs> oh please. Uh, you ever put the, a ch- cherry in there and a cherry starburst, try to tie the cherry stem around the origami swan's neck so it looks like it's wearing Dobert tie, uh, but you accidentally swallowed the entire thing, the whole cherry and the starburst and the wrapper. And I have a follow-up question to that, which is, is it true that you swallow a cherry, you do become a cherry tree, George Washington chop you down? Uh, yes, all of that is true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, see? Yeah. No, I, and I owe Hayes an apology. Because I thought that if you swallow cherry starburn, cherry cherry, and we can do a cherry starburn, and you do a cherry stem, that you don't you turn into a cherry tree, economy. George Washington chopped you down. That what happened actually is you just go to sleep and you never wake up. Oh. And you don't wake up unless you get a kiss mm-hmm. from a very special princess right. or prince or unicorn or troll or elf or an orc or any Lord of the Ring. Okay. And that's what I thought. You know, I guess it's 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 dating in the cut versus dating out of the cut. You know, the oh, scenes okay. are different oh. in the weasel hole, right? Yeah. So, yes. like in the weasel hole, maybe yeah. You know, you don't get chopped down by G Dubs wash, and you do get chopped down by a huge orc who then kisses you in the lips. Yeah, ch- yeah. The kiss. <laughs> oh, that's right. If you do get chopped out first, but then you get a kiss, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe you yeah. turn back into Sean again. Yeah. Well, that would be nice for me. You guys ever dated anyone who's allergic to paper? Mm-mm. Doesn't like it when you fire Mm-mm. origami cranes in their puss? Mm-mm. I never dated anybody. Oh. All right. What about we you? We don't guys? like that. We don't play games. You don't play games. You know what I mean? We're straight up. No doubt, yeah. I Yeah, I hate these games, and I'm just over the games, and the scene for me now is about being totally straight up. Either we're married, or that's it. And so I'm married to quite a few people right now. 
Really? Uh, yes. And they all love it, and uh, they all want to keep doing it. Do they know about each other? No. 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 I'm sick of the games where you tell them about each other and try to make them jealous of each other. I want to stop playing those games. This is mostly in chat rooms. You know everyone's cybering? Yeah. Mm-hmm. For Sean, it's more like, you know, like, ASL. IRL. Do you want to get married? Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, ASL, M, marital status, you know. And then a lot of times if they write single, I go, not anymore, baby. And I send a ring emoji. And that's how I cyber. And I'll do it in Buffy chat rooms. (laughs) I'll do it in Firefly chat rooms. I'll do it in Dollhouse chat rooms. Uh, You know, I'm a Joss boss, baby. I'm a weed and terrier if you catch my flow. (sighs) I'm going to get back in the cut for a little while, let you guys... (laughs) Why don't you squeak back in there? Do your thing. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so we want to talk about this process of doing so much stuff and having all this time to yeah. do it and still working on our bodies and still being able to talk on the phone. Having all this time to yeah. have a good body, talk on the phone, and do your work. Right. And the way that we do this is this sort of strategy where – Instead of doing all these people do like eight hours of work every day, they go to work and like this is more like Dilbert. Honestly, if you read Dilbert, there is a lot of this stuff in there. Yeah, he's essentially a groundhog, mm-hmm. and there are some of these cartoons where the cubicles are like little groundhog holes, and that is what it's like to go to work every Not day. Not unlike the cut, staying out of it, staying out of it, giving you room. But this wasn't in response to anything I did. It was a, you were. I'm just trying to feel more. When is the moment that I should be in the weasel hole? So what we do instead of we don't do this eight hour work day. We have this thing that we do and Zeke does as well. It's outdated. Which is the the one hour work season. Yep. Mm. There's summer, winter, fall. And the other, the one. other one. Yeah. Uh, there's four. And right now it's the other one. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, and but we'll, fortunately, we'll take one hour of maximum efficiency, optimized, concentrated. Yes, uh, like powder, like like um, and it's crystal light form. It's like yeah. a crystal light powder uh, of an hour. Think about we're just taking straight to the dough. Think about crystal light versus how much orange you need to make an orange juice. Mm-hmm. Now think about how much powder you need to make to make the same amount of crystal light juice. Yeah. And picture the different sizes of powder versus oranges. And know that what most people are doing is chopping down all these oranges, smashing them up, squeezing them, seeds in their hair, rinds in their eyes Mm -hmm. they're wearing the orange peel and instead we are actually just snorting a line of crystal light powder and then fucking jamming on down to like the Met Gala high-fiving with some of the tastemakers there (laughs) and then we freaking go to the upfronts and see what's gonna be on NBC next fall and then we freaking go to the Super Bowl throw a touchdown and we're working on our bodies kind of all the way yeah. through. like, And all of that is done in one hour, to be clear. Talk yes, about, that's work because yeah. that's work too. Yeah. That oh, counts. Yeah. Right. It's not just that we get 
the work done in a whole hour. No, the Met Gala's work. Uh, And then we do it again next season. Mm -hmm. Uh, So talk about how we do it like this and how we make it look so good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, here's the thing. It's about about mental states, right? You know, like to use your analogy of the orange tree versus the crystal light packet. It's like think about how much effort – and thought and time and emotion goes into plucking each individual orange versus just whoosh, that's a that's a crystal light packet rip right there. Mm. Poof, 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 poof. And I'm in the water. Swish, yes. And I'm swirled, you know? But Boom. I say no water even straight to the dome. No water. Yeah, right. straight to the dome. I'm weird, though, so I think this is maybe where you and I differ. I snort water straight to my dome. Okay. Keeps mm-hmm. me grounded, you know? Yeah. Ice chips. Ice chips, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So— Talk about uh, when you're swirling, some of the clenching that you're doing on different parts of your body to exercise the muscles and some of the electric things you're plugging into yourself. Sure. I'm clenching, you know, you guys circumcised? My dick okay. is, yeah. I'm getting <laughs> Yeah, well. I'm getting there. Okay. Yeah, go, I, keep at it, man. It's a I process. Said, I go to the guy and I say, just do, I'll come back in a couple weeks and we could do a little more, but like. And that's part of the one hour work season is you don't do everything all at once. No, you no, spread no. it out a little bit and go, I don't have time to do a whole one today. Yes. Cause you're doing it for your job. Yeah. You're shot for a year if you do it in one day. Yes. And so I actually, he has to kind of catch me in stride. Like right. I'm going, I'm going through that office and I'm doing one loop around the waiting mm-hmm. room and he has to get. He has to do what he's got to do mm-hmm. before I'm out the door. Right. So, and I'm clenching also in those yeah, moments yeah. as well. Mm. So, well, anyway, you'll know this when you get there. Hayes is like, there's a kind of tip, the bottom of your penis, kind of like underneath the head, there's this like really sensitive spot. And I'm always clenching that. That keeps yeah. me connected. You feel me? No, really? that's the part. Cause my dick is, as I said, circumcised. And, uh, there's a part of it that I can definitely feel. And it works great. Yeah. And I am always uh, thinking about it and mm-hmm. always looking at it yeah. and uh, squeezing with it, like you said, and clenching it. Squeezing with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm squeezing because I'll usually be holding something with right. it. Right. Like I'll be carrying something. Hand weights. Whatever it is, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be a traditional weight. It could be a soup can. Sure. You sure, know, sure. that has weight. That's the thing about it is like you find what you need everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. the one hour work season. Yeah. So um, I think we're still talking about things that I'm clenching during this. Yeah. Uh, and some of so. the electric stuff that's oh, plugged into yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you guys have, you guys have like a kind of standard D- DJ setup at home, I assume? Yes. Uh, yeah. I set it up for them. You said it. Thank you. Yeah. Brett dropped me to crab um, catch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, the sort of like needles, there's actually an electric charge that runs through most DJ needles. And I'll just sort of put that uh, on each uh, elbow skin. And that just kind of, it creates a a north-south pole electric thing. And And correct me if I'm wrong, at that point you have the juice. I've got the juice, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, the juice is mine at that point. Yeah. So yeah, that's how I stay grounded and connected, both electrically and emotionally. Oh, that's really interesting. I do the same thing, all the same. Hayes? But here's my here is my question. Yeah. When I'm putting the needles on my elbows, mm-hmm. okay, and I'm spinning around, it's I'm not getting the BPMs currently that that that, 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 that I'm looking for to 
get sure. people high because like because I yeah I sort of have this like ongoing uh, it's not a rave but it's like more low key than that but like something going on in, in, right, in my yeah. living room that I try you know like Kick people back. go in and go out but it's kind of this ongoing scene and right now the BPMs are like super low, like I, yeah I want to sort of bring it to life a little bit let me ask you a question Hayes the first time you got on a bike did you bike from Bangor Maine to Santa Monica California the first time no right right. So here's the thing. It's like it takes practice. You know what I mean? You're not yeah. going to be there overnight. Yeah. You're going to be there in a couple of seasons. So I think keep at it and you'll find your way. Because I have so little time to work on it because I can only work on it for like less than one second because <laughs> right. I only have an hour to for do. Four hours a year. To so. do all my other work. Yeah. It's yeah. a, yeah, a four-hour work year mm-hmm. or the one-hour work season. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about chaga mushrooms and the power of those mushrooms and how yes. fast they make you move? And almost like Super Mario mushrooms where they make you pretty fast and strong. And big. And yeah. jump. Oh, God. Chagas, what a discovery those were. I, yeah. remember, I, I went through seven years in L.A. not having swift a chaga. Mm-hmm. You know? and, oh, and at that time, you were totally sucking. I mean, prior to really yeah, finding was, the chaga. Right, yeah. Yeah. I like to, you know, the chaga and my shaman, those two things I really credit. For mm-hmm. having the career that I have had, I remember. Please don't squeeze. The I remember shaman. sort of being in the vicinity when you laid eyes on. I, and I will take a second to acknowledge that because you said that was very funny. What you said, I don't know. <laughs> I remember uh, sort of lingering around when you did lay eyes on a chaga the first time, <laughs> yep. and I remember the next day turning on my television and there was Lopez and there was Zeke. There I was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Golly, yeah, wow. So do you know, actually, there's a pretty fun story for how I first heard of chagas. Mm-hmm. I, oh, I would love a story like that. Perfect, yeah. I was on, I was on, I was doing Birthright in Kenya, um... <laughs> Yeah, there's a black version for birthright. Many people don't know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, where yeah. African warlords will send money to people in the United States to have them come over and discover their roots. Yeah. And so I was in Kenya partying with a warlord, kind of explaining what was going on in my career. I couldn't catch a break. And he was like, have you tried the chaga mushroom? Have you tried it? And I was like, no, Watatambe, I have not tried the chagas yet. What is it? And he was like, sniff it, sniff it in your, in your nose. Oh, wow. And I did and got a call from my agent the next day, recurring guest star. Oh, on the Mario Lopez On the show. Mario Lopez <laughs> <laughs> That's really big. And Hayes, you were lingering around watching that Warlord conversation. I was lingering apparently. in the vicinity, yes. You uh, were already in Kenya for something else. He was also doing Black Birth, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. As sort of research uh, for for a role, mm-hmm. yeah. As Wada Tombeck, right, right, yeah. How, what's the state of that script uh, currently? It is winning awards. Really, the script. The they script are skipping is. the movie. Cool. Uh, mm. They are just going to do the script, and they have decided that that is eligible for all the awards. Yeah. Wow. Uh, you know where I go to research a role? Cinnabon. Talk about Mario. Can you can you talk about Mario a little bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does um, he let you like? Is he nice? God, Mario. He's so fun. You know what? Most people don't know about he's Mario. Funny. He sings all the time. <laughs> funny songs. Such funny songs. God, I was over at Mario's house last night, and yeah. he's like, "Oh, Ziki baby, what's going on?" And I was like, "Nothing, man. I'm a little down. You know, like things have been slow." And he was like, "Let me sing you a song." 
And I was like, Mario, I don't know. This is a social setting. He also kind of has like low frequency, frequency, frequencies, raves going on at all yes, times. Yes, yes, yes. Ah, uh, and he was like, sleep, <clears throat> sleepy raves. Sleepy raves, yeah. Um, let me ask you a question. What's your favorite uh, condiment? Is this Mario talking to you or is this Zeke talking to me? In this case, you be me and I'll, I'm Mario. What's your favorite condiment? I'm being you. Okay, yeah. so this is Mario talking to me. I'll get into character. Who is you? What, Zeke's what's Mario. your favorite condiment? Yeah, okay. And okay. Zeke's Mario. Right. And you be Zeke. And I'm going to be Zeke? Yeah, you're me. Okay. Okay. Uh, mustard. Mustard. Oh, the Heathon. I like to spread the Dijon. I got the hot dog. And I leave in a bog, and I'm just like Mario. And this is a song, is and right he's off the top. singing that. <laughs> and he's singing this right off the top, and I'm like, does it go with the beat of the rave that's happening? Oh my happening? god, it sure does. Oh. But it's like you know, when God creates man, he's not supposed to have one vessel that contains all the talent. You know, mm-hmm. he's supposed to spread it around yeah. among a cluster of babies. Yeah, yeah, God doesn't give with both hands, no. you know, because you would think, okay, Mario's funny and he can sing. That doesn't seem fair. No. And he's good looking, could jump high. And right. he has chaga mushroom. Yeah. And he freaking is good at pipes. Yeah. And then so you're going, wait a minute. Like, is this guy really, is this fair? Right. Is God taketh away or did God the screw other hand? up? Yeah. Or what's going on? Does he He's like, carrying, does it really yeah. hurt when you go to the bathroom? Or is there something that we don't know about Mario? That like, maybe that's why he's good at pipes. Could be. Because he broke the toilet. And Z, can I tell you that when I said mustard before, it mm-hmm. was actually trolling Brett and it did work. Did it work? And Brett got trolled. Work. Because Brett's whole thing is like on other shows, he like it, part of his character is that he like eats mustard or something. I don't really understand what it is. But, I never. Heard but we it. don't let him do that on this show. Yeah. And so when I'm sitting here being like, "Oh, mustard's my favorite condiment," even when I'm doing it as Zeke, Brett's sitting here being like, "Oh, that's like my thing. Like now I get to talk." But actually, he does it. No room for him. And Brett, now you and can it, talk, but it, it has to not be about mustard. Can it be about horseradish? It's getting saucy, huh? Yeah. This guy. And that is a kind of sauce. Horseradish is a kind of sauce. So, and Zeke was trolling you, and it did work. And you got trolled. Pew, pew. And so while we've been sitting here, Brett's already been doing like almost a whole season's worth of work. Wow. And so how would you suggest, Zeke, when you're like looking at Brett uh, and his body, like yeah. how would you suggest that he can translate, uh, like he can do less work and do almost none? And uh, maximize because work sucks. I know. I hate it. I, all I want to be doing is floating all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just want to be in a float tank floating and alone. Right. And work, I have to be around everybody. Uh-huh. They're mm-hmm. looking at me. I'm raking leaves. What? You know, if it's the if autumn it's, season of work. Yes. If it's right. Not if it's summer, work. winter, or the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, for me or for Brett, how do we stop and just only be having a party? Yeah. I will say, for just uh, for the leaf raking skill of minimizing the work, it only takes one second to turn on the hose. And so you just put the hose in the yard, 
turn it on. That's less than a second of yeah. work. Mm. And then the leaves will eventually float away. Right. I like to do a really fun thing where I turn the hose on inside of my house. Yes. Wait till the house fills up and then the water rushes out the front door. and All the, the leaves, leaves are away. gone. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and then all the water's gone in your house, mm-hmm. too. All the leaves <laughs> are gone <laughs> from the water in my is house. Is this Mario now? <laughs> this is Mario. <laughs> Mario. Golly. I was like, what would Mario do if you were here right now? <laughs> and I, yeah. And Brett's over here I being like, the same song. I Brett, thought of the same Brett, song. Brett, Brett, don't take credit for what is my one hour of work, okay? Brett's it. Oh, so this is your season. You are doing this podcast I'm, as your season. This is a, this is this is a couple minutes of of I'm allocating the first chunk. I will be working. The second half, I'll just be coasting. Um, okay. So back to your question. Uh, Brett's body Brett's- is a disaster. We can all agree. Um, and so what he needs to do is find community, right? Like for me, he needs to find a community. He needs to find a community, right? So like from what I understand, Brett, you have a bunch of angry children that are knocking your mailbox down because you give them dog shit candy every day. That's not no, a community, well, Brett. It's not a community, Brett. You need to you need to give them something that they need. What is it that those children need more than anything? Just larger candies, I guess. That's right. Larger candies, Brett. Okay. So once you find So like a uh Tootsie Roll? No, think larger. Even bigger. Well, yeah. And not even, I, mean, I know you're going to say a big Tootsie Roll. Don't yeah. say, like, not that big. Yeah. Because yeah. some of them are freaking huge. not be huge. gauche, Brett. Not like Charleston Chew. No. I get to eat the Charleston Chew, right? No, Brett. God, you, is my point not clear? Do you guys understand what Brett's I'm saying? Like, no. I'm, I mean, I, this is when I hate being in the cut. Because Brett really needs God, help. He, he needs you to squeak out and help him out. He needs somebody to squeak out. But meanwhile... You know, you're squeaking back in. I cut. squeaked back in. What are your fucking hips greased? Because you're sliding in. Yeah, you're getting in and out very fast though. Uh-huh. Earlier, it was it was a little bit more of a negotiation to get you right. in and out of the cut. Yeah, it but, was more of an effort, and now uh, it just seems like the path has been worn yeah. pretty cleanly, like so a, that I I can just kind of slide <clears> in and out. Not unlike a pussy that's had a bunch of origami flung into. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, I'm so glad you brought that up. Um, part of obviously the work week is fucking. I mean, or work uh, the work season yeah. rather is fucking, and uh, that is work. Yeah, it is. It is. God, it really feels like that. Huh? As somebody who's married to a lot of sort of soft sci-fi uh, light dramedy fans. <laughs> um, I got to I got to be able to deliver the milk a little bit. Some say some might say that you're in the weeds. And and, and that and is I know some exactly. of the softest sci-fi. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and I am uh, Does that make I'm sense? one of the people who would say that. People, yeah. yes. People don't realize this about we. Oh, I almost forgot that this was going to happen. Hi, yeah. Kevin. I had something really go- good going. Yeah, Kevin Hayes had finally found his stride. Kevin, sit down. <clears throat> Hi, Kevin. You look different today. Sorry for interrupting. His okay. mic's not uh, on. Yeah, there you go. Thanks. Sorry for interrupting. How often do you wear a tie to work, and how long has this been going on? 
I wore a tie Monday through Friday, and it's been going on for like maybe three months. Well, so, uh, uh, like, but how you look at you... this guy. Who am I? Who am I? Who are we seeing when we look at him? Uh, I think we all know what the answer is, and it's Dilbert. <laughs> Absolutely, Dilbert has entered the studio. He's jumped out of the newspaper, God. and he has found his way into the studio. Right, my whole world is two dimensional. But this is a groundhog who's in his his cubicle sure. and work sucks and he's like no work oh, is I actually know. great. So what would you do to get like Kevin's job is to come in here and take four pictures and walk back outside and then stand outside until the next people come in. I guess. Yeah. I, I mean, there's nothing else for him to do here. Right. He made a slideshow. You noticed. Kevin made a slideshow, and and I and I hate to sort of get out of the cut and step on your toes in any way, Hayes. But beep, beep. to say Steamroller that coming all he did, yep, vroom, and all, yep, zoom, <laughs> and to say that all he does is stand there is to ignore the fact that once he made a slideshow like six months ago. And I noticed the slideshow is being displayed on like an entire computer in the middle of the op- There's like a computer that's dedicated to just playing the slideshow. And I think they have these like little frames that will do that. And then the, the computer could be used for, for something else. It could go to like a smart little kid. Who but then would I like wouldn't wants know. To do a science like, but imagine that. So that happens, and then I walk in, and I don't know. Was Hal Rudnick on Sklar Brothers once? Or you know what I mean? Like I'm not getting this kind of information visually. Yes. Yeah. And I'm and I'm a little I'm lost. Yeah. And then when Where it comes up at a party, when people are like talking about whether Hal Rudnick was on <laughs> Scarborough Country, uh, like the way it is now, you can say. I saw this slideshow, uh, but otherwise, you know, you're you're lost. Yeah, uh, and, the, and the and the party and I is over. Kicked out of the party, mm-hmm. and the yeah, and the party ends. Mm-hmm. They throw you in the pool. Oh yeah, and the pool's empty, mm-hmm. and or and then it drains out of the window and it takes all the leaves away because yeah. it's it's at Zeke's house, right? Mm. Uh, Zeke, talk a little bit about Kevin. Just about Kevin? Yeah. In general? <clears throat> yeah. Well, um, Kevin Bird, I guess, is what? In the nomenclature of the strip would be his name. Oh, Kev, Kev Bird. Kev Bird. Yeah. Okay, I was going to talk about Kevin James, but I can do Kevin. Kevin sure. can wait. We need to talk about <laughs> Kevin. You sure can. That would have really worked in the opposite direction. Brett, please do that. Fix that. What is that? What do you mean by that? Flip it. If he had said, we need to talk about Kevin, then my response of Kevin can wait. Oh, so choice. Is it worth it? Let me work <laughs> it. You could take our jokes and reverse it. <laughs> Mario would have said that. Yeah, he sure would have. It's your flipping it, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> so, and so, yes. So, you were talking about Kevin. Yeah. So, from what I understand, so, so, so dating life pretty active, right, Kevin? It seems. Because here's the thing that you guys uh, might not know. Women are drawn to PowerPoint presentations like a bat signal in the sky. Mm -hmm. Like a bat signal in El Cielo. Like Batman is drawn to a bat signal. Right. If Batman were a woman. No, yes. And he saw a PowerPoint presentation. This is an aspect of Batman that I hadn't appreciated. So he's like kind of horny for for the bat bat signal. Right, yeah. (laughs) He is looking to be... 
satisfied by the signal. And then once he's out there, he's like, okay, might as well right. be the bad guy. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, Batman might as well be the bad guy. Exactly. So I think, Kevin, you're doing all the right things, okay? I think keep up keep, – make the PowerPoint presentation bigger, harder, faster, stronger. Maybe think about diversifying your pictures of Hal Rudnick, sure. you know? Mm-hmm. Find beach shots. Find – So this is interesting. So – Right now, it is just a slideshow, but it could be more of a PowerPoint presentation. Of, right. We could so this would be great. If you wouldn't change that slideshow out there, and it's Hal Rudnick on Scar Brothers, but it's also like some funny, some bullets of some funny jokes that he did. Right. I remember this one joke Hal told. Can I just tell it? Yes. yes. So he said, you know when you draw with a Sharpie, well, why is it so, why is the point so tight? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. no. Do you get it? Yeah. No. It? Yeah. No. I. Yeah. 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 Uh, do you mind if I tell that? Please. Yeah. You know when you draw with a sharpie. Yeah. You know, why is a, 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 a? You know, and you know the rest. Yeah. But, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. yeah. That's fresh. so. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah. 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 So, Kevin, how do you? How are your? Um, How's your graphing skills? The, 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 how are your graphs? They're, um, they're, they work. They work. Good, 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 good. If I, let me, I'm going to give you three things. I need you to graph them, okay? Great. Um, a wood table. Ooh. George Washington. And, and the cut. And the Where, cut? Yeah, the cut. How do you order those three things? Um, graph them. <laughs> and uh, do a pie chart after. Yeah. Uh, George Washington is the y-axis. Um, the, the cut axis. The y axis. Good, good. Keep going. And the cut is. And Brett's learning too, which is good. Thank you for being engaged, Brett. The cut is the x axis, and the table is. Um, the Hollywood axis? The ho- yes, the good, Hollywood axis. Good. He knows. Look, despite the Dilbert exterior. That's almost what that's called. He's, he's ready to go. <laughs> yeah, that could be an, uh, just another good thing to have on the. On the PowerPoint. Do you want me to reverse the Access Hollywood? Yeah. Make it say Access Hollywood? Right, flip it down and reverse it. <laughs> okay. Please. That's going to be really good. When we finish editing this episode, <laughs> we're going to be a couple of real smart, funny guys. Because we have been all around it. I got to say. I mean, sometimes you do an episode and you're missing. Yeah. And that's today. But we're just missing. And that, to me... Is its own kind of strength. Oh my God. Yeah. Did you just take a picture under the table? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> did ever did everyone hear that? I was getting it ready. I was warming it up. That's good. That's good. Did you just take an upskirt? No. Let me see that camera. Who did you upskirt? I just turned the screen on. If it's did me, you don't hear show it? Haze. Uh, yes. Yes. It makes a noise. Let me see. If it's me, don't show him. It is Brett. God damn it. Yeah. Kevin. What did we talk about, man? He's been upskirting you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Creep shot. And then he posted on this place called Creep you shot. Oh, the slideshow? Yes. Oh, no. And then there's a PowerPoint about it. It's a yeah. graph. Yeah. But in his defense, Brett, you got to stop wearing cargo shorts. You are. You blaming you the are, victim? You are asking for it, Brett. <laughs> Brett. <laughs> 
It's these camo it cargos, is, camo cargos. It is, it is blown out. It's not worn out. It's like no. frayed at the edges. Like yeah. it, something, it's singed. It's something has exploded out through the middle It's singed it. around the edge it like there was like, a freaking firecracker really? in there or something. It looks like a human, like the when an alien has come out of it, the fringes are just dangling in the wind. To me, it looks like you went to a batting cage, uh, set your <laughs> cargo shorts up on like a clo- on a tight clothesline, set a baseball on fire, and put it in the pitching machine at a million miles an hour, and blew it through, <laughs> and blew it through the cargo shorts. That's what it seems like to me. What is the real story? How did you do that? And what happened that made you have to expose your crotch to me all the time through your shorts? I like the breeze. No, but how? No, but just talk about the process. I know why you do it. (laughs) Talk about the process of distressing, and that's a gentle way to say it. Your cargo shorts, in the way that I see them right now. Um. Yeah. I. I just. And no mustard stuff. Oh well. If you want the real story, you're gonna have to Uh get some mustard. And you use hot mustard. Yep. To burn through. Don't say that, Kevin. Sorry. Um. Yeah, you want just like a real nice hot, like the Philippe's mustard. Yeah. You submerge the shorts in there. You run over it with the car. You put some like um, catcher's mitt kind of oil on them. Sure. Kev Burt, talk to me about corporate bureaucracy Uh, and uh, how some of the inefficient ways that uh, these meetings are run these days. um, They're too slow. They go on too long, and they could be way more efficient if we just – uh, brought some PowerPoint presentations and graphs to all these meetings. <laughs> and I bet some of it, some of what's going on in there is more about, uh, you know, uh, telling your boss that all the smart stuff is his idea. <laughs> kind of satisfying his ego. Sure. It's feeding the ego. <laughs> yeah. And that it's not so much about just getting the work done, is it, Kev Burt? No, it's not. And tell me, okay, so here's something about Alice. Yeah, she. You're in trouble if you tell her that she looks that she, your dress looks nice, right? Now, now you're being a misogynist. So then I say, okay, I was lying. Your dress looks terrible, and now I'm in even more trouble. Oh, now you're a real a hole. And so, right? And so I can't what wait. To do, what to do then? The solution is to squeak back into the cut. Oh yeah, yeah, and literally not talk about her dress wink. or her body. Wink, wink. And yeah. Zeke did that. So. That's the sound of squeaking back in where you're not talking about her dress or body when it's like, well, why? I don't mind if she talk about my body. Yeah. Sure. I'm talking about Zeke's over here oh, and yeah. the stuff he's clenching is working for me. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, to <clears throat> me, it looks like this guy is really able to do sex at a very high level. High level. High high BPM, high RPM. High. Yes, the BPMs. <laughs> Yeah. High squeaks per minute, okay? Mm-hmm. Squeak, squee PM. My initials. Squee PM is your initials? No, he's Why going BPM. back to BPM. It just took him a little while to... Listen, Kevin, I'll reverse that. Yeah. I'll reverse yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Get really that in use earlier. I'll get it You get might as well get in. one, too. Should we... Oh, should I start saying something? Like, should we just say some things that maybe could get stuck into the episode later as long as Brett's going to make a big project out of this? Right. Any, like, callbacks to other stuff? Mm. Seems like the Kevin James stuff could have had more room. Start saying some things. Uh, um, All right. uh, uh, 
Chagarunga. Um, oh yeah, Chung. Uh, yeah, Chaga yeah something. Yeah, but like. Yeah, well, no, that was what we were saying. We before. said that, but oh, there's like a it, funny twist on that. Yeah. Oh sure. Chumbawamba. Chagawamba. Maybe something. Yeah. So much beer, I gotta just chog it all. Okay, cha- together. yeah, together. ziggy zaggy, yeah, ziggy just like zaggy, chaga beer. Right. like yeah, yeah, the, um, the fox, the fox, yeah, he's dead. And then, uh, <laughs> um, you guys like Marco Polo, the explorer? Did you okay, guys see that? Can ep- we use that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did you guys see that sad episode of the Man Show the other day? People were sending me around these clips. Of- <laughs> Of the man show where he like it gets very political in a way that I is not my experience of the man show. Uh-huh. Yeah, I I was also surprised that the man show because one thing is, where are the juggies in all this? Yes. There are no juggies in this clip. That's all healthcare stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh and, and even it, just a reference to like, and even you know, you can also get medical care if you get injured jumping on a trampoline, and then show me something, because the Man Show has gotten weird. <laughs> I hadn't checked in with it for a while, but the, I they they benched Corolla. They, they benched, benched him. him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's not getting any any PT. He's getting no, no burn. It's like no. get off the pine. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Corolla was conspicuously absent from the latest episode of The Man Show. And I'm starting to wonder, okay. Is he squeaking back into the cut? Is he squeaking back into the cut? And what's he working on in there? Mm-hmm. You know, they, what? What What could it be? A sketch packet? He could Whoa. be working on a sketch packet. A spec pilot? Is he doing his spec pilot? And is it proprietary material developed while he was under contract with the man show that he's now trying to sell as his own individual. Mm -hmm. If you remember when Ricky and Ronnie tried to do peripheral vision, man, as a sitcom, I never felt so betrayed by anything in my life. I thought we were a family for people who don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. That might just help because I see Kevin just being like, "What is that?" Uh huh. And right, Kevin. Yeah, Kevin, I don't know yeah. what you're talking about. He was at work basically when all that was going on, and I know what it is because you don't have to work. More yes, than that yes, day. but a yeah, week, peripheral vision. If I may, season. it was it was sort of like a comedic take on on vehicular manslaughter on vision. Yeah. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> so That's more accurate. It was a guy. It was a guy. Storm. His first name was Storm, Stormbacher. <laughs> and yeah, it was, yeah. And Storm would get in his Chevrolet Cutlass and he would fly down Brooklyn Boulevard and he would just, just mow him down. And it was yeah. like a point system where every episode he would accrue points for the more manslaughters he committed. And, and it was an interesting loophole they found where usually you can't use a known car brand for right. a manslaughter scene, but they. <laughs> Took the name Chevy and then the Oldsmobile Cutlass, <laughs> and they did kind of a mashup that allowed them to then use these car companies' names because nobody could really. It doesn't be mad. exist. Yeah. Can I tell you guys something? That show made me want to become an actor. Yeah, that's you know? what first made me want to go to Black Birthright. Squeak into the Cutlass, and I. <laughs> I'll just we put were that in yes. There. I think a lot of us were trying to figure out a way to do that. I'll yeah. just put, punch Not that me. in. Uh, uh, 
and the peripheral vision plays into it and what he's like looking he's like <laughs> he looking doesn't have any looking to the vision. side as he drives no, but he, and normally that would be okay to right. do if you had really good peripheral vision he's like but, a horse with blinders where it's one of those things yeah. where they name the show after what is the character's primary flaw uh-huh right. yeah it's like one how the flash things. is about this guy who keeps his clothes on the whole show apparently <laughs> Because I watch every episode and it hasn't happened yet. Frustrating. Exactly right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is exactly right. Wow. Yeah, but it's oh god, gone too soon, huh? I mean, it's like the, what, what was it? Not enough network sponsors. Why is how's a show like that getting canceled after four seasons? But Pugaruga is still in the air. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Yes. Can we all talk about how mad we are at Pugaruga? <laughs> and just without risk of you know. Repercussions from uh, they had me on a holding deal and let me go. So the way, yes, it's the way people talk about it. It's like they're scared to, like you have to say it's good. What are they, the Hollywood mob? You know, no, yes. they don't. They don't. Pukaruka, it's not a good show. And I'm not saying you shouldn't enjoy it. I'm not saying you can't watch it. I'm just saying objectively, mm-hmm. Pukaruka. The writing and performance has suffered from. Of course, it was a great pilot, best pilot I've ever seen. Yes. But the journey we've taken from there is the quality's diminished. Can we talk about that? Let's talk about it. Let's get into it. I mean, you got Alan Arkin, right, who is a phenomenal actor. Yeah. Yes. He yeah. is, honestly, through F, through all the Pugarugas that have like gone through the show, mm-hmm. he, he to me, that is my Pugaruga, is Alan Arkin. I'm yeah. with you. Yeah. He's like, he's the OG Pugaruga, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's so weird to see uh, other actors. There's been nine or ten other actors playing Pugaruga since then. And I, and I go, it's so strange to me uh, when all I'm thinking is like, he's no Arkin. Right. Or yes. she. Mike O'Malley is not doing it for me in no. the same in the same way. Dane yeah. Starboard is, who is that guy even? You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Who is? Yes. <laughs> who is that? You know, is that a name, right? You know? Star, isn't that just one of is the sides of a so, bow? Is that even someone's name? Yeah, isn't that just Stop, a side of a bow? But like pronounced a little differently? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. You know, it's, it's sometimes it's it's the – those are the things that occasionally make me want to quit Hollywood and just pack it up. And, and then and then I go, no, you know what? I'd be doing them a favor that's if right, I did. Yeah. I'd be letting that's them what, off that's too what they easy. Want. That's why – and that is why that's, they are doing that. That's why they're making Puga Rico. Yeah. yeah. And they're letting them off too easy if I get out of town because they don't want me in here keeping them honest no, 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 and no. actually saying, hey, I don't know what this show is. I've never actually heard of it. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Is it a real show? They don't want me to do that. You know. They're scared. Just a bunch of yes men, yes women, yes all women, Hollywood. What, do you, what is it, you know? Where mm-hmm. is it? Yeah, where is where Hollywood? Is where is it? I can answer that one. Fire it away, Brett. Yeah, do it, Brett. This will be a good laugh. Oh, it wasn't. Yeah, Brett's I mean, on the right Gawker verse. Right Brett's there. on the Gawker verse. I can see it. He's looking at the Gawker verse on his computer. Brett, he's looking at I one of the. I knew you Gawker were looking blocks. at my computer. I could see. Well, then you, you shouldn't be on the Gawker verse. Which is okay. Well, he might as well tell us the news. Um, okay, um, on Which, Gizmodo. I'm I'm mad at this site because it followed celebrities around in 2006. <laughs> oh, what yeah. What the hell is this space council Mike Pence is going to lead? Captain America is no longer a supervillain. He's a monster. That's one of the headlines. 
And Hollywood, if you just step out of the door, I mean, you're in it. Get out of here. For real? Yeah. You guys ever not know where you are for extended periods of time? Oh, yeah. Well, uh, I've been blacked out, um, as you know, my whole life, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm constantly sort of coming back into the room. Mm. Is this not what the cut is? Because I thought the way that you squ- squeak back into the cut, you micro blackout, is kind of like choking yourself to, like, you know, just yeah. go to sleep for a minute. Yeah, uh, I'm permanently readjusting to my surroundings. It's sort of going like, okay, and this, you know, this is part of why I keep doing this show with Hayes. As I go, okay, that's Hayes. I think I'm in here. Like that, you know. This is sort of an, this sort of an anchor for yeah. me. Your to, lodestone yeah. to yes. the real world. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like my uh, talisman in, uh, in that insomnia movie. Or what was the movie with the, uh, they're spinning it top. Air Force One. Yeah. And he's getting mad. Yeah. And this is why I, you know, I keep a sort of a hand on Brett's shoulder uh-huh. is that I can always have like a tactile, like, okay, Brett is sure. here. That means I'm doing the show. There's Sean. Right. You mm-hmm. know, and, and that's a nice anchor for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. is that for you, Zeke? What is my anchor? When you need to like find your bearings. And so then you're kind of like, okay, this is, this is where Zeke. And we yeah. should say Zeke has two fistfuls of throwing stars. Yeah. You know, yeah, and yeah. I, so I'm going to assume that has something to do with your answer, but you've had them the whole show. Yeah, that's correct. Um, well, <clears throat> um, I didn't mention this before, but uh, it's not just Mario Lopez uh, that is in my life or part of my life. But um, Okay, because I thought it was just him. This is big for me. I like. I, yeah. I'm just ready to admit that I yeah. did think it was just him. And Brett, don't type this to the Gawker. Yeah, don't let him know. Okay. Don't let him know. Um, but actually, uh, you know, Carson Daly has been in, in, involved in my career pretty early on. Uh-huh. He sort of groomed me a little bit. Uh-huh. He actually gave me these throwing stars, uh-huh. and he said, "When you go on a podcast, if it starts to get out of hand, you fire these at the hosts." <laughs> oh no! Make sure yeah. that. You control the narrative. Right? I've seen uh-huh. you almost throw it at yeah. me more than once. Yeah, yeah when yeah. I've been like kind of squeaking out of the cut. Yeah, Scott Arkerman caught one in the neck last week. Um, yeah. Um, <clears throat> he was trying to, but he doesn't it. like. I have seen him go through that before. He never blink. He never breaks character. Well, here's the thing. He's got. He has his whole. He's surgically. He's got elephant rhino DNA in his skin. Yeah. Because he he's been hosting for so long that you know people just they they attack him. So I'll talk about my you know what my one of my Carson Daly memories. Please. Which is uh, he came out onto the TV. And start talking to me. At night. Through the screen. <laughs> yes, at night. Wait, but so sorry. He came he was on came out onto your TV. So he was on top of your TV. Well, it's more it complicated than yes. that. Yeah. He was on top of the bottom part of it. Inside <laughs> the screen. Wow. And kind of talking to me. Balancing on the front. Because you took me a picture <laughs> of this. Looking right at me. Yeah. And this is before like, I got rid of my TV. Obviously, this was I kind don't of, own one. This sure. was kind of the last, yes. This, this was, was the, last the last straw, straw. for me. Mm-hmm. Is like, this guy could see me? This is the last leaf that your house water mm-hmm. had not yet washed away. And uh, and friggin' uh, <clears throat> and Carson came out, and he said, oh, man, the new DMX album came out this week. And he said, boy, this is one of these where I just, I literally put it on, and I just stared at the speaker for the next hour. And he said, that is a man with... <laughs> 
something to say. And, and, and I recall going, what does he have to say? You know, like, do I have to, do I have to buy it? Uh, yeah, and I never found out. I think and he why was is sort he of telling growling. you this. Yes, like, why? Like, guys, I didn't ask about that. You know, and I also thought, like, why are you sort of staring at the speaker? But I, I don't know. I, I I don't know what his setup was. You know, <clears throat> if I can just speak to that person. Well, he's you, in your life. He's in my life, yeah. And with my personal experience with Carson, it's like he's a man with gifts, you know, not unlike Mario Lopez. And he uses those gifts to their fullest potential. So he was given the power mm-hmm. to communicate through television screens to one person individually. Oh. And he chose you, Did Sean he, Clemens. He told to, you about that? Mm-hmm, yeah, to say this is how I feel about the DMX album because he knew that was what you needed to hear at that moment in your life. And correct me mm-hmm. if I'm wrong, you went out the next day and you bought... Rough Riders Anthem. Rough Riders Anthem. I tried, yeah. I tried to get... Um, uh, uh, um, uh, flesh of my flesh, blood of my Thank flesh. You. Oh, Thank but you. was this Sorry. was this during the CD strike? Yes, yeah. oh, all the CDs went on strike. The CDs were <laughs> didn't want it. Yeah, they were marching because they wanted bigger boxes. They wanted record album right. size. Because if you recall, we lost a lot Absolutely. in album art when CDs became they prevalent. Just, <laughs> it was a big blow to uh, culture. Plastic yeah. that was commensurate with the work that they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I remember that being frustrating. And the other time I talked to Carson. Or he talked to me, rather. No, he doesn't listen so good. Unlike the cut, that isn't one-way street. Is when he was telling me about Asher Roth. <laughs> and he actually invited me inside the studio to see the genius at work. Inside the Asher studio? Uh, well. Inside the Asher studio. <laughs> inside the Asher studio, yeah. To watch his flow up close. Man. Yeah. And Do you remember what the song he was working on was? At I, the time? Here's what I recall. He was sutured to the beat. <clears throat> he had been... Someone would take a soldering iron or something. Sure. And attach this man to the beat so aggressively that there was no escape for him. Got it. I think the song was about babes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that album. I remember that song. Actually. Partying or something. Yeah. That, like, so, and for you to have like just yes. developed enough trust to buy a TV again. Because mm. this was like, I remember this was like 12 years later. Mm. Yeah, it was. <laughs> After the first one. And then you turn it on and he is still in there. Mm-hmm. Waiting. He was in there doing push-ups in his cage. Ready to attack. Mm-hmm. I thought I'd, you know, taken enough time that it was safe to go back that in was the water. Him getting out of Bane prison, essentially. Mm-hmm. And the whole time the Asher Ross song was bumping. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> yeah, but do I remember yeah. which Asher heart. Roth song? That's Asher Ross heart. <laughs> so tough to pick between which Asher Roth song. I think it was like, I love Carson and love all the babes. I've been stuck in this TV for some days. That one? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that album. Actually, I lost my virginity to that album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I found it to the next one. What do I mean? (laughs) Bye. 
I'm a horny girl wolf. This has been an Earwolf production, executive produced by Scott Ackerman, Colin Anderson, and Chris Bannon. For more information and content, visit Earwolf.com. Ow.